Today's episode of Against All Odds is brought to you by Hotel Tonight. Here's a little insider travel secret from our friends at Hotel Tonight. There are tons of empty hotel rooms out there just waiting to be booked. That's how Hotel Tonight scores such incredible deals. They team up with awesome hotels to help them sell these rooms and pass those savings along to you. Not like last resort places. They work with cool, top-rated hotels where you actually want to stay. And even though their name's Hotel Tonight, you could actually book up to 100 days in advance in top destinations and up to a week in advance everywhere else. So if you want to start scoring amazing deals at incredible hotels, download the Hotel Tonight app now. We're also brought to you by Captain Morgan, the official captain of Against All Odds. We're raising our glasses of Captain Morgan and Ginger to all you captains out there. Whether you're a tugboat captain, captain of your intramural dodgeball team, or just live to have fun, you're all captains in our book. No matter how you choose to live like a captain, Captain Morgan reminds you to please drink responsibly. Captain's orders. And also, SeatGeek the best app for buying and selling tickets to sporting events, concerts, and more. For $20 off your first SeatGeek purchase on any game or sporting event, all you have to do is use promo code ODDS. O-D-D-S. Download the SeatGeek app or go right to SeatGeek.com. And now the Mighty Mighty Boss Tones. All right, welcome to Against All Odds with Cousin Sal, part of the Ringer Podcast Network. Tate Frazier, working the board tonight. What's happening, Tate? Nothing much, Sal. Excited to be here. I know. I'm a little depressed, though. It's football. It's, a, it's almost over. You don't care. It's, it heats up for you, right, with basketball, college hoops? Yeah, it's been a long ride of a football season, though. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to miss Mike Lombardi, that's for sure. He is, yeah. He, he better not go away. Where is he? We, we have to teach him some basketball. Right. Yeah, he'll he'll be watching the Sixers somewhere. I'm sure eating a Philly cheesesteak and you know oh, enjoying right. life. Oh, he loves those Sixers. He loves those Sixers. Uh, the Super Bowl. Let's talk about it real quick. Current Super Bowl line almost everywhere. Patriots minus five. Over under is between forty seven and forty eight and a half. I've seen forty eights most uh, everywhere. But MGM four and a half. Patriots four and a half at the MGM. I think they took a an eight figure bet today. I was I heard so. Um, that's interesting. I don't know. God, the Patriots only giving four and a half. I, I have to think that. I, I don't. I don't want to get talked into anything. It's. Uh, it's still early. Later in the podcast, former NXT and Raw Women's Champ Bailey will join me. She's sixteen to one odds to win the first ever women's battle. Uh, women's Royal Rumble. Sorry, I'm going to feel her out. I'm going to see uh, Tate where her confidence level is. Hopefully, we can make a few bucks on that. I like the one name. It's like Madonna. Yeah. Yeah, she really put it out there. She's a big fan. She's been a fan all her life. I, I did a lot of research on Bailey, so she should be uh, a lot of fun. And the fact that you could bet on wrestling is uh, spectacular to me. That's all That's all anyone needs to know about <laughs> what state of the world is in right now. But before that, we're going to go over fake props. We're going to go over real props. We're going to go over best bets with my wizards of wagering, my gurus of gambling, my barons of betting, my overlords of the odds, the degenerate trifecta, Darren the Parlay Kid, Brother Brian Harry. What's happening, guys? What's up, Sal? What's going on, buddy? We are we are winding down football now. We won't stop. We're never going to stop talking gambling, but it is it is a little more difficult, a little more challenging without football. Let's talk about the, your guys' best bets last week, brother Bry. You're the only one who won. You had Stepe. You steered clear of football altogether. You had Stepe and Cormier, right for a for a two team yeah, MMA I, I parlay. Steered clear of, yeah, I steered clear of uh, golf as well. I told Harry to stay away from that, oh, but uh, well, that couldn't have been easier. Stepe and Cormier. I mean. Cormier finished him off in two. Stipe just dominated that whole fight. I mean, it was it was so easy. Too bad I uh, then 
parlayed that with the uh, Vikings the next yeah. day. Yeah, uh, there's always, it's always, it's a never happy ending, I know. But uh, yeah, Stipe was great. I wanted to put, I wanted to back you in that. And then I heard like a heavy hitter had bet, uh, what's his name, Naganu? Is that his name? And, yeah, uh, yeah. And, and he, uh, and he he just did not show up. He really didn't show up. But I so I ended up betting the under four rounds, like under four complete rounds. And like McGonagall was like stuck against the cage and not getting up. He was getting hit, but it wasn't enough to for the ref to call it. Uh, well, I don't yeah, know. that must have been one of the most frustra- frustrating bets, right? Because I've never seen a guy more. T- he was tired four minutes into that fight. The fact that he lasted. 25 minutes was yeah. like, kind of surreal. I feel like I do that a lot. I bet the under when a lot of the heavy hitters, the, the the gargantuans go against each other. I did that with Lesnar. He went the distance with someone. There was some other thing. I don't I think Cain Velasquez somewhere back there. Cain Velasquez is being mentioned as Stipe's first opponent, next opponent. Is that weird? Well, uh, I think, you know, <laughs> there's really the heavyweight – the heavyweights in the UFC, it's so weak right now that that's probably, like, the biggest fight that they can make right now is Stipe and Cain yeah. Velasquez. Unless, like, uh, well, probably what will happen, Lesnar will come back, right, and then Stipe right. will fight him or something like yeah. that. But that, yeah, there's not a lot of fights to make. I was surprised to see that Velasquez only has two losses. These guys get beat, and you figure, oh, that's that's their fifth loss. It's just the way they just the way they go down. But uh, Brother Bry, only winner, Stipe Cormier, uh, Parlay. Parlay Kid. Darren, you had Gronk to score and the Patriots to win. Very hard, very, yeah. very difficult to score, as I learned in 10th grade and a little bit of 11th grade. If you're not on the field, it's very hard to score. That was rough. Yeah, that was kind of uh, that was kind of upsetting, Sal, right? You, yeah. You know, watching that comeback and uh, just not having Gronk on the field, like the bet was over. It was kind of, it was over. But that's, listen, that's, that's what, when you bet, those things happen. Mm-hmm. And uh, you just uh, you move on from it. I, I couldn't even. How it's one of those you couldn't even really be upset at. You just I really think that if Gronk had played at some point, he would have scored. But uh, yeah. the Pat, Pat's found a way to get it uh, done. And, yeah. uh, he was off the field. Yeah. I don't feel. I you know this was one of those things, Sal. If I were to do it again, I'd make the same bet. So all right, I feel pretty good at, about it. But I did win with Stepe, so that that That's helped right. myself too. That I, was nice. I went with that, and uh, awesome. Yeah. Now Harry was not even close on his. <laughs> Harry had the Vikings, but for I didn't even get to the Vikings. He had Patrick Reed to finish in the top twenty. What what tournament was that, Harry? I feel like we're not even in season yet until maybe this week. But the Career Builders Choice uh, <laughs> tournament in uh, in like uh, La Quinta, California. Uh, not Ken like not like there. La Quinta. Yeah, you were there. <laughs> not like La Quinta. We were there. We were there, and uh, <laughs> Ken was uh, Ken and I were there, and it was just a. Uh, Dismals. I going around, following around Mickelson all over, having a great time, checking the leaderboard on my phone left and right, hoping Reed comes through. And he was just, he just shit the bed from the very beginning. People <laughs> on Twitter were ripping me. It was pretty funny. Oh, yeah, they you know, killed posting you. Posting pictures of Patrick Reed in 141st place. You were ripping me. That was pretty good. You had a couple of good texts, too. And uh, But in fairness to me also, it has been a long, long time where I've had my best bet get smoked from the get-go. <laughs> a long time. All right, good. A long time. If that, if, that, if that holds any water at all. No, it doesn't. Speaking of uh, holding water and retaining water, uh, we have a bet. It revolves around your weight. For those of you who have not heard or you've heard, you're going to hear it again. I bet Harry back in late May that he couldn't lose 52 pounds by Super Bowl 52. If he did, I would give him $5,200. If he f- fell short, uh, he would have to wear nothing but a sandwich board on Hollywood Boulevard 
singing a Daughtry album, and the sandwich board reads, I'm Harry Harry Hippo, the fat loser who couldn't lose fat. Now, it, he has to weigh 194 and a half by kickoff on Super Bowl Sunday. He was 200.5. Last week he weighed in at 203.5. Harry, you weighed in today. What are you now? I'm back down to 200.4. Okay, so you have since, about since, six pounds yeah. to, to lose. About six pounds. Uh, on Saturday, I went to the GNC store, talked to the guy there, what can I do about this? I'm on a uh, <laughs> six-shake diet. Six-shake-a-day diet with one meal. It's low caffeine, <laughs> low carb. I'm doing what I can with that. Working out this morning, 6.45 a.m. It was 38 degrees out this morning in uh, Scottsdale, and I was in the pool swimming for an hour just to try to get everything uh, everything going. You know, I look at I'm doing whatever I can. These shakes, they're delicious. They taste almost as good yeah. as the Domino's Asiago Marinara yeah. combo, but right. almost. But it's but I'm yeah. doing it. I'm trying to do whatever I can. <laughs> hey Sal, yeah. uh, I'm pretty sure Harry is now using a substance that's on the ban list for pretty much every professional sport. Is that right, Darren? What what yeah, is it? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Da- yeah, I Darren. think that, that you got to kind of check in on that. That that's, Darren, that's oh, uh, Darren, wow. over the counter, over the counter. <laughs> Is Asiago? If Doesn't Do- mean it's not on the ban list. Yeah, that's right. If Domino's uh, makes an Asiago cheese uh, shake, I think you're in business. I think you're really that. That's all you need to uh, to lose the last six pounds. But, but brother Bry, uh, six pounds doesn't seem like a lot in ten, eleven days. But uh, Harry, you probably haven't lost six pounds in ten days in two months, right, Bry? I'm I'm trying to but- keep track of this. Yeah, no, he's he's been stuck for a while. I, I, the thing that concerns me is he hasn't gotten underneath 200 yet. So I feel yeah. like like when he gets to under 200, is it going to be even harder or is it going to be easier? Like breaking well, that threshold, well, I don't know. Well, let me just let me just say that with this diet, this is I've dry, I was back up, so I've lost three and a half pounds since Sunday morning, mm-hmm. and me heading to Maui tomorrow. For five, six days, the hell goes I'm going to bang out as much as I can working out in Hawaii, and maybe that helps. That's got to help as well. What kind of life is this? I don't know. All right. Well, listen, get a get a new scale. Maui, baby. You're not good. You're, first of all, we're going to do this. Tate, we're going to do this uh, via Periscope, or you think you're going to set up some kind of live Twitter thing that we could do this on? Harry, are you going to make weight? <laughs> I don't I don't want to set up all this stuff and get everything together, and then you don't do it and Tate, disappoint everyone. give me... Listen, uh, today's what? Today's Wednesday. Can you give me till Saturday to figure out if I really can do it? Okay. <laughs> oh, wow. That's a fair deal. All right. I need to see how these next three days go. Well, what does that mean? You're going to be in Hawaii Saturday. You're not going to weigh yourself on the animal hospital scale that you've been you've been using for the last uh, seven months. What, uh, what, what's the I'll, plan here? I'll, I'll, fi- I'll figure something. I'll figure something okay. out. Okay. We're going to weigh you before kickoff, and we're going to uh, air it live either on Periscope or Twitter or something. We're going to see if Harry wins the $5,200. Now, uh, let's move to sports. Um, the NBA today, a big article came out, ESPN, NBA announces they want a cut of the sports gambling action. They want 1%. They will be involved if they can get their 1%. Um, Harry, what do you think of this? I, I, I think this is, this is crazy. What, they, they have no right to step in. Why, why do they get their 1%? Like, who cares? To me, I, I don't care if the NBA's logo is on, uh, on the, whatever site I'm betting on. It's just they get 1%? They can kiss Harry's fat ass if they're going to get 1% of his parlays, right, Harry? That's, of course. I mean, that's, that's, that's ridiculously insane. I mean, look, look, the numbers aren't out yet, 
But I saw in 2017 Nevada will be over five billion dollars sports wagered for the first time ever. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's just it's it's a, it's an absolute monopoly. Many owners of the NBA own casinos, like Tillman Fertitta, who owns the Rockets. He owns casinos in Vegas. Other owners do too. They just want they they just want it that way. Yeah, yeah you know, don't take I, that one percent. And I always knew it was about the money. I just knew it in my, I just knew it in my bones. They said it was the integrity of the game and the players and everything. They actually had an yeah. official bet on on games not long ago. That wasn't fifty. That wasn't fifty years ago. That was you know what yeah. ten, twelve years. I don't know what it was, but then he. But uh, yeah, the NBA wants their money. Good luck. Good luck to them. Uh, I guess they do that in Australia, where, where we're very popular, by the way. Some of the pro leagues um, cut. Cut the uh, cut the league a deal, but uh, speaking of, well, uh, what do you think ends up happening, Sal? Like that's, I mean, again, it's one percent on all bets, not even like one percent on the revenue they make. You right, know? So that's a lot of right. that's a ton of money. I don't know. They'll probably end up getting something, but I don't see the reason. It's like they really have no. I think they're like, uh oh, this is going to get done with or without us. Um, let's see if we can get in and uh, you know legitimize it a little. But I don't know in whose but eyes. Isn't, but this isn't is it be. weird because from betting, like the the league itself. It thrives on on gambling, right? All yeah. these leagues, especially the NFL, but sure. you're already benefiting from betting. So if it becomes legalized, you're going to benefit even more. Of course, yeah. right? And then if you, if you make even more money, now you're you're benefit. You're like double dipping into the. You know, it's a little. Yeah. It's a little I, I'll tell you, yeah, if the, M- if the NBA is involved, I, I am a little, I'm, I'm more skeptical than ever about some of these lines. Brian, we bet yeah, NBA like four nights a week, and uh, we shake our heads at some of the results here. Uh, that if the NBA is involved, yeah, every week, I, I know. Yeah, every week you can't trust the team we, night to night. It's ridiculous. One so. team that who you, knows what, Sal, who knows what could happen. Go ahead, Harry. Yeah, we've said before when back when we were betting it, when we were doing all this in college, that the easiest thing, the easiest thing that we could that could be fixed is. Not only just an NBA game, but a total on the NBA game. The totals that are ridiculous. Be, that's the easiest thing out of the four sports that could be fixed. It's so Easy. how close some far. of these totals are is something else. One team you cannot yeah. depend on, Parlay Kid, Cleveland Cavaliers, oh. eleven thirty four and one against the spread <laughs> in. So I, I guess that's forty six games. That is unbelievable. Yeah. Eleven thirty four and one. I, I couldn't believe that stat, Sal. Uh, when you when you. Uh... You mentioned that I, I couldn't believe it. Uh, what's happening there in Cleveland? I, I'm not sure. I mean, we, they seem to go through this every January around, right? Though at least the last few, mm-hmm. where they hit a swoon, they're arguing with each other, but they seem to then pick themselves out of that. I don't know if that's going to happen this time around. Uh, I really, I'm not sure. They're just they're an old team. Uh, there's just something missing with this Isaiah Thomas. He's not obviously not really healthy and he doesn't fit in well with this group. Yeah. I'm so part of me is thinking LeBron in in a way could be almost enjoying this because this is a reason for his exit out of Cleveland. Yeah, maybe. Eventually this hey fans, look, I, how can I be here for this? Right. Look what I have to deal with. Uh, I, this this is going to make it very easy to leave Cleveland. Yeah. Uh, and, very very easy for him to leave Cleveland. I think and you can see what I. How can they not? I. I cannot be eleven and thirty-four. My goodness! Can you imagine if we've just been betting them against uh, against them the whole season? How about just someone? Holy someone smoke. said the Cleveland. Just bet against the city of Cleveland this year. You will. Yeah. You, you'll, yeah. Well, there you go. You'll, you'll own the city. You'll own the entire <laughs> That's a city. Great. Yeah. 
That's a great. <laughs> yes. So what were they? So, Stepe, Sal. No Stepe. That's Take right. Oh, Stepe. Yeah, that's a Cleveland guy. But the but the <laughs> Browns were four and twelve. Him in that city for crying <laughs> <laughs> They were four and twelve. So that's fifteen. 46 and 1 between the two Cleveland teams. That's incredible. Tate, what 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 did what do you make of this? I I think it was telling yesterday LeBron Instagrammed a congratulations to himself <laughs> for reaching the 30,000 point milestone before he actually did it before the Spurs game. I think the Parley kids right either he's he's make, you know, he's opening, he's like, "All right, that's it. The, the it's wide open. I'm going to leave Cleveland." Or he just doesn't care. He's like, "What whatever. I'm going to it's all about me now." He congratulated himself. They went out there and they lost by 12. Now. It's been about LeBron forever. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's the problem. That's what that's always been the problem. I think uh Isaiah is it's not really about LeBron, that. Yeah. That's for sure. Exactly. So I, I think we're at a point now where uh I think a lot of people think and know he's going to go somewhere else, so he he's just got to bite the bullet and ride it out and I don't know. They're still the best team in the East, even though they're so bad, yeah, which, is, which is crazy. So I'm holding on to, uh, and, and Bill Simmons and uh, Joe Halside, we're, we're holding on to a Cavs-Warriors finals ticket, and that's not looking pretty. Although you're right, Tate, Cavs are still even, and the favorite at even to win the East. Celtics plus 225, uh, they're they're not looking too great either. And the Raptors at 5-1, to one, everyone else is like 14. You look at the Sixers team, they look better than everyone at, at, at some points, but... I don't know what to the, do with the that. The Miami Heat are fifty to one too. It's not bad. Is that right? Yeah, wow. yeah it's not ter- not terrible. I, I mean, really I really like the Rap- Raptors and Heat are the two teams I think that you are leering. Yeah. Oh man, I may have to hedge there, but that's going to be a disaster that East. I don't know what to do with that. All right, <laughs> let's go to the Bavada props. So Bavada.lv has all these props. They have they have props on uh, on entertainment, on politics, uh, obviously on sports. Uh, we we targeted a few last week. Footballs, Harry, you had over three and a half times that. The name Wentz would be mentioned in the NFC Championship game, and that was a winner by a mile. Like Buck and Aikman, oh. did they bet on that? I mean, it was like three <laughs> or four in the second quarter, and then it was like Wentz, 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 Wentz. There was like a run of six in a row. Easy money. Oh, six, had it by halftime, and yeah. then uh, in the second half, of course, they show Wentz, so you get it again. And they, even after they showed him, they mentioned it a couple more times. So that was a, uh, it was that was a steal at minus two hundred. Very yeah. easy. Yeah, the others were weird. Uh, Brother Bry, we liked under 50 and a half as the longest <laughs> field goal. You pointed out that a 50-yard field goal. I did all only, that research. What was it again? Only <laughs> twice in the last, a zero time, twice in the last 16 years? Like what was twice it? Twice in the last, like, 24 years. And, uh, yeah, and then Lambeau drilled, like, he drilled that 54-yarder in, like, the third quarter. No no one else was close, but, yeah, uh, yeah that's. That sucked. He was drilling all the all, all playoffs. He was drilling right down the middle. Like I remember, probably kid Dan Bailey was like that for a while. Like where if the go, if you yeah. put a goalpost right in the middle, he would hit it every time. And Lambo was that kicker yeah. this playoffs. Darren, probably kid, you like Brady most passing yards at plus one forty out of the four. That was a loser. Yeah. He came in third. He didn't yeah. even wasn't even the highest in his game. Falls first at three fifty two. Uh, you know, if I told you. That Brady would throw for 290 yards. Mm-hmm. Would you, you would have taken that, right? At plus 140. Like, you would take that, right? You'd say, what, you say that, that would be the most? Yeah, you would think right. that would be. You'd feel pretty good about that, right? Good enough, With the sure. rest of the quarterbacks playing in that. Yeah. You think 290 is a, a, a pretty solid number. So, again, uh, I don't feel terrible about it. But, yeah. hey, Foles, give, give him some credit this week. And you mentioned it on the podcast the other day with Bill, Sal, mm-hmm. that – Foles played a better game 
the other day than Wentz played all year. Wentz was an MVP candidate until he got hurt. Right. 144 passing rating. I think Wentz is high for a game this year is 128. Mm-hmm. Foles was fantastic. And the key to it, Sal, and something our Cowboys never do, and Brian and I talk about this every weekend, throw the ball deep. Good things happen when you let the ball go. Yeah. That's it. And Foles did that a few times. He stretched the field. They made some big plays. Bam. Yeah. You know, quick scores, pass interference calls. Right. Great job by Foles. Uh, and, you know, he's back to looking the way he kind of looked when he first came on the scene. You know, right. so... I, I don't know. It's ridiculous yeah. to analyze it like this, but if you said you're going to get the folds that looked like last week or the folds that's comparable to Wentz, plus five is is probably the bet with Philly. Uh, but yeah. obviously, if you get folds, if he you know during the headlights and like the we, Super Bowl version yeah. that you're all everyone's worried about, uh, minus fifteen is probably the bet with the Patriots. But um, yeah, yeah I, I don't know. Uh, Tate Lombardi said something. I don't know if he said it on your your podcast, but he tweeted it today. It was a crazy stat. I wish I would have written it down, but it just showed how little the Eagles played from behind this year. It was almost no time the whole year. Yeah, basically, yeah, I think Mike said something to me that if he thought that if the Eagles got up uh, early in this, he said if the Patriots take a 7-0 lead in the first quarter, game's over. Right. And if it goes the other way like it did with the Vikings, uh, you know, I I, I yeah. would be shocked if uh, – if the Eagles get behind and are able to pull a comeback with Foles, but we'll see. But Parley Kid, you pointed out with the first quarter stat. Yeah, yeah I, I mentioned that to you yesterday um, yeah. that it was going around Twitter. Patriots haven't scored a first quarter touchdown in the Super Bowl, or I think any type of score in the seven uh, seven Super Bowls with Brady. They haven't scored. I can't in the believe first that. Quarter. I forgot that, to double. That, what a stat, Parley Kid. I'm going to check you. You're you're a God fearing man, and uh, I'm just going to believe you. You go to church on Sundays, but I'm just going to have to I, believe listen, that stat. Right? I, listen, <laughs> nobody lies on Twitter, Sal. Oh, that's true. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> nobody, nobody. All right. Let's see. Uh, oh, okay. So now what they did was Bovada.lv. They've given me my own specials. I got a whole page of specials. Uh, I'm going to jump around with these. Um, next week, I'm going to have a, a bunch of these tied to the big game. But here's just a few leading up to the Super Bowl week. Will Guillermo, sidekick on Jimmy Kimmel Live, my cousin's show, will he make Bill Belichick laugh or will he make him smile? I'm sorry, on Media Day, after he, after he asks him a question. Now, he had made him a smile last year. Um, I think he just said, can we see your pretty smile? And he smiled real quickly. And I think that is going to be the... Uh, that's going to be the goal again this year, this season when he goes uh, next week. I think it's Monday. Harry, what do you think? Minus 300 for yes, no is plus 200. Look, you know what? I'm going to jump on the yes at minus 300. I know the price is high, but I'm going to take minus 300. Look, Guillermo's a great guy. He's funny. <laughs> he does a great job on, on the show and everything, and uh, he does a lot of bits, and he's very, very good in a lot of them. All right. And this, when he goes to... Uh, NBA when he goes to the NFL for this when he asked when he for media day I look I actually look forward to this because he is great it is so funny I mean for him to get LeBron James to talk to him that's a different story right but to get Belichick because that's very difficult I know but uh he just totally blows him off which is actually pretty funny too but yeah with Belichick smiling a bit last year uh I I would think that 
Guillermo will be able to pull it off again. I like him to do it. I like Bill to have to, uh, to smile in this. I love uh, Bovada.lv's note underneath. He, he, Guillermo must ask him a question and be shown on the Jimmy Kimmel show and must see his teeth and a smile. So there you go. Bill Belichick, <laughs> if he switches to dentures, uh, the book manager is going to have to make a decision on the spot. But uh, yes, at minus 300, I what's agree with qu- you. What's the question, though? Uh, oh, I don't know. Well, that what's that, the question going to be? He may he may just be a bunch of them until he until he gives in. Another one I had yeah. on my list: Will any player, coach, or staff member of the Patriots or Eagles be arrested before kickoff of the Super Bowl between now and then? Yes, is plus seven hundred. No, minus fifteen hundred. Uh, Brother Bry, you you like no, right? <laughs> yeah, no. Nobody on the Patriots is nobody on the Patriots is getting in trouble and the, and the Eagle I mean there's really probably not much to do in Minnesota anyway um, mm. so I'm going to say nobody goes out nobody gets in trouble this will be a pretty uh, pretty tame two weeks leading up to the Super Bowl only it only happens with the Raiders you know only the Raiders something some guy goes disappearing Barrett the, Robbins the, right was that it Bowl. yeah it was yep. Barrett yep. Robbins he was found in Tijuana not arrested though he wasn't even arrested so no he, he wasn't arrested yeah. but still that was as much drama as you get before Super Bowl. There, I, I think the last arrest was like 1999 with Eugene Robinson. That's right. That's exactly uh, right. When he took a page right out of Harry's playbook <laughs> and uh, got arrested uh, <laughs> soliciting a prostitute. Yes. Um, I think that was the last one. There was a Patriot. Yeah. Stanley Wilson went on a cocaine bender before one of those early Super Bowls. With the Bengals, right? Oh, with the Bengals, right. And then, uh, that's right, he was a bit. Uh, but yeah, no. I, the the thing that could screw this up is a player, coach, or staff member. So you could have like the assistant team trainer solicit a prostitute uh, outside the the That's true. Mall of America or wherever it is. But uh, so the staff throws it into question. And then the last one: Will both Belichick and Brady? Uh, will both Belichick be the coach of the Patriots and Brady be the starting quarterback of the Patriots for Game One of the 2018 season? Uh, Parley kid, yes, is minus 500. As much as we want. So I hope that that's not the case. No, plus 300 is probably a loser, right? Yes, uh, I, I don't know anymore how I feel about this. I am starting to really fall in love with Brady and Belichick myself. Oh. Uh, you know, minus 500. Listen, did you see these two embrace at the end of the game the other day? Yeah. That, that, was, it, that, was, that was beautiful. It was emotional, heartfelt, right? Mm-hmm. So when was the last time we hugged our wives like that? Seriously, right? These Ooh. guys... Have a know. great respect for each other. <laughs> right. Uh, that written article said that article. Uh, I, I, I listen. I'm a guy. I don't believe in anonymous quotes. When these when these things start coming out, mm-hmm. I dismiss these things. There's nothing to me that's saying that these guys won't be back there. Brady's going to be the quarterback of the Patriots. Mm-hmm. That's a guarantee. Yeah. If Belichick maybe would want to go, maybe take a GM job. Where else would he go in football? That's the only I, thing. I don't see yeah. It. He... Minus five hundred. These guys are back, and they're going to be competing for another Super Bowl next year. Yeah. Now, so yeah. let's just let's just get used to it. Until until they're both gone, this team is going to always have a chance. And Romo kind of said the same thing. He was on with me and and Bill, and he he kind of, yeah. I mean, you, you just yeah, you're in awe of these guys after a while. You can't fight it. Tate, what did this? No chance at the no here, right? Yeah, I don't think there's any chance of that. I, I do like uh, Harry's response that it was something that embraced. So thank <laughs> thank you for that comedy, Harry. Tate, did that, that uh, Harry, that rocked your something. world, that embrace? 
That was something. Never, you really don't see Belichick quite like that. That was something. Yeah. It's like yep. Harry in a pizza box. Yep. <laughs> it's the Asiago cheese. <laughs> I love it. Well, maybe Belichick and uh, Guillermo will have a similar moment. All right, let me ask all of you guys. Uh, this is a, this is not on my specials page, but Bavada.lv does have this one. Uh, Vikings quarterback, game one in 2018. Bridgewater, the favorite at plus 150. Keenum, plus 200. Bradford, 5-1. to one. A uh, draft pick ten to one. Any other player plus one seventy five. Uh, Brother Bry, two knee surgeries, possibly career potential career ending knee surgeries for Bridgewater and Bradford, and uh, and yet Keenum is second. What do you think of this? Yeah, I thought that was uh, weird. I mean, I can't believe Bridgewater's the favorite in this thing. I mean, I, I Bradford, there's no way he's coming back. I can't. And and the thing with Bridgewater, I guess they're saying if he'll come back on a big discount, like he'll. And I guess Zimmer really likes him a lot, so mm-hmm. I guess there's a possibility. But I, I think Keenum two to one is pretty good odds, right? I mean, I think Keenum probably is realizing too. Like, I can't imagine. I know that people keep saying his market's going to be huge, but there's probably only like two or three teams that would be in play for him. So maybe he'll take a little bit of a discount and come back to the Vikings. Yeah. Maybe like fifteen million a year for like three years or Jesus. something like that. I just can't imagine. I just can't imagine. Another, he he works with the Vikings. I don't know if he works for anybody else. I think he, I could see him staying there. Right. Parley Kid, yeah. what do you, uh, none of these yeah. guys will be under contract come March. Which one survives? Yeah, well, I think Brian might have answered his own question. The reason why Keenum, Keenum works for the Vikings is they don't need a very good quarterback, I think, mm-hmm. to really do what they need to do. They need, like, a game manager, right? Mm-hmm. I think that's – so, to me, I've read that um, – they could possibly franchise tag Keenum mm-hmm. for one year, uh, so that's a that's a pretty good possibility that's going to happen. Right. Uh, that being said, I think at the same time, if they were to do that, they could give Bridgewater kind of a, if he were to take a a, a deal on the cheap mm-hmm. uh, and kind of still kind of rehab for next year. But this is my thoughts. Though. I really went back and forth with this. I personally think Keenum is going to sign elsewhere. Um, I think hmm. they they're going to use they're going to they're going to Bridgewater's going to be the quarterback. Now, we have a buddy, Sal, that's a big Bridgewater fan. He's very high on Bridgewater. Yeah. Uh, you know, scouted him a lot. You know, has a uh, uh, much love for the guy. Uh, I think the Vikings organization loves the kid because of this rehab he's done. They said he came back much quicker mm-hmm. than almost anybody else could have ever come back from this injury. Yeah. I think they're going to reward him. They're going to sign him on the cheap, and he's going to be their quarterback next year. I think they'll have an insurance policy in place. Uh, but I could see Keenum on the cards, Bradford on the Jets. Yeah. Uh, that's kind of what I'm leaning to. But this could go this could go anyway. But I, I really think that they like this kid. He was a first-round pick for him. He's going to get the shot next year. I would take Bridgewater, even though you're not getting the best odds with him. Right. Yeah, I thought Bradford for the Jets, too. I, I For some reason, I could see him there. I definitely think two of these three guys will be in camp. Obviously, not... All three. Harry Keenum took this team to the NFC Championship game. Is that enough to keep him around next year? No, I don't think it is. Uh, I know he had a great season and take nothing away from him, but maybe this was a one-time only season for him, too, because mm-hmm. he hadn't been anything before that. Uh, Darren, you make good points about Bridgewater, too. You know, they're really high on him. But career stats-wise, he's got 28 touchdowns. He's got 22 picks. Not great. Yeah. So I'm actually going to make a case at 5-1, to one, take a shot with Bradford. I mean, they originally went after him, hoping he would rise up and, uh, give up and first be their round future quarterback. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, and uh, overall, he's, uh, you know, the, unfortunately, staying healthy has been his killer, uh, you know. Otherwise, he's looked good with the Vikings career-wise. He's 23 touchdowns. He's got five picks, mm-hmm. 73% completion uh, percentage as a Viking. I mean, it, it again, it's going to cost, and you're right, yeah. it will cost them a lot less to keep Bridgewater, but you want to keep with this defense and stuff and, and the players yeah. they have on offense, you gotta got to build around it to still stay on top. All right. Yeah, but Harry, right. you can't pay you can't pay all that money to Bradford. I mean, you might get one or two games out of him. You can't do that again. Yeah, yeah you're, you're right. That's the thing. The injury thing is, is is huge. But still, when he's in there, he was pretty good. He was all right. All right. Yeah. Does anybody look worse in a football uniform though than Bradford? Uh, oh my gosh. <laughs> Keenum, oh, I think, true. is tr- trying out with that helmet. I, I think he's trying to outdo him. But yeah, you're yeah, right. He's trying. Yeah. It might just be that Vikings uniform. Holy. Yeah, smokes. I think that's it. Tate, do you, you you have an opinion on this? Yeah, I think uh, the Vikings. I don't want to hear it. I just want to know if you have an opinion. <laughs> Good. <laughs> no, go ahead. Good. Go ahead. Uh, yeah, I think they have window like a window to win. So they're going to go window shopping. I think they're going to go after Cousins. I, I think really? that's the big name. Yeah. Okay. I, I don't see any of the three wow. guys coming back. Uh, if they do, if it's anyone, I think it could be Bridgewater. But um, mm-hmm. yeah, it could even be Foles. Like Foles could come in as a backup if they if they buy into Bridgewater. Wow. There's always some kind of shocking thing around draft day or right on draft day with a quarterback. Yep. So maybe maybe that's a thing. All right, you can find these what? and all other uh, props on Bovada.lv for uh, yeah one stop shopping for props and live betting and all that stuff. Um, let me update our first touchdown pool. Real quick, we uh, started with 200 fake dollars. We spread it out over all 11 playoff games in $5 increments, and you bet on who will score the first touchdown in each of the 11 playoff games. Obviously, you could put multiple uh, have multiple players going. Uh, we came into the week, I had $430. Harry had $400, and Darren and Brian, the brothers, had zilch. But now Darren, the parlay kid, is on the board. He hit with Mercedes Lewis. Harry and I had the wrong Lewis. We had Dion in that game. Mercedes, nice hit there, uh, parlay kid, 25 to 1. Yeah, I mean, it's all luck, isn't it? Really? <laughs> As it turns out. Uh, well, not when I do it. Maybe, it maybe you're out. getting lucky, but yeah, I'm at the top. <laughs> yeah, well, listen, I had to reach, and uh, I got lucky. It puts me back into it now. You know, I, if I can hit with another twenty-five to one, I, I could possibly win this thing. You know, so you got no shot, uh, Darren. You got no shot. That's what I got. <laughs> no do. shot, I mean, Darren. It's going to be interesting because what are you guys going to do? You guys are going to probably take like a, my guess is like a ten to one type of player. I would think. Well, that's why uh, this that's is fun. And now Brian's going to go for a fifty to one player. I don't even think um, there's a fifty. There's, I don't. I think I'm already done. I no, don't even think there's, there's got to be a forty to one. There's got to be a forty to one or out there. I'm going to have to take no, no, no touchdown in the Super Bowl to win this thing. Yeah, do it, do it. Yeah, Patriots never score in the first quarter. You're, you're halfway, you're a quarter of the way there. Uh, yeah, Brian, you have fifteen dollars left. Harry, Darren, and I have uh, twenty dollars left. But yeah, this is where the strategy comes in. But uh, yeah, it is all a lot of, a lot of luck. Um, uh, yeah, we it's hard to it's update fun. this. There's a, the, there's a ton of uh, players, so it's hard to tweet what everybody has. But uh, I lead four thirty. Harry has four hundred. Uh, Parley kid Darren has two fifty, and Brian has a long shot at at zero. Now we haven't <laughs> done this uh, in a while, but let's jump on the cousin Sal make believe riverboat casino. There's a lot of real props out there. I'm gonna present to you a fake prop. We're going to discuss it. Uh, it has it, it involves two different arenas. Things that are happening this weekend. 
The Grammys. I don't know if you'll watch, but, you know, Sunday, there's not a lot. After the Pro Bowl, maybe. After, uh, uh, right during, maybe I guess it's during the Royal Rumble. But tape all those and watch the Grammys. Kendrick Lamar, nominated for seven Grammys. Will he have more Grammy wins than Tiger Woods has bogeys in the, what is this? Harry, what tournament is that he's in? I don't uh, even remember what the, it's called. Uh, it's farmer's insurance. Farmer's insurance. It's Tory Pines. Tory Pines. Pines, right. Yeah, I can't, Pines. I can't even believe you're not there, Harry. So Tiger Woods bogeys. <laughs> Tiger Woods Ollie. bogeys minus Ollie. five and a half. That's right. Over Kendrick Lamar Grammy wins. This is kind of crazy. Harry, yes, you'll be in Maui. Which way are you going? Well, first, let me just say that uh, before I get to what my pick is in this, when the nominations actually came out, mm-hmm. I was actually very disappointed that Harry Styles of One Direction didn't get a nominee for Best New Artist. He really got robbed. Just just saying. Just saying he got robbed. Because of the name? Why, why, oh why else God. do you care? What do you care? <laughs> he worked out to him. <laughs> <laughs> His music's pretty good, too. <laughs> you, are you running in Best place in the pool to Harry Styles? All right. Sorry, Harry Styles. You got robbed. All right. But anyways, uh, I, I don't really uh, care for Lamar's music. I don't know it too much. But uh, <laughs> as far as Tiger, he's won at Torrey Pines seven times. He's played uh, He played well in Bermuda, his tournament, uh, a couple months ago. Um, way better than the experts thought he would. I, and I'll bite on Tiger. I'll lay uh, the five and a half bogeys. And I'll hope that uh, Grammys get spread out and Lamar doesn't clean up. And uh, and I'll take Tiger minus the five and a half. Okay. And listen, I realize five white guys talking about this is, is devastating to a lot of ears out there. We'll try to make this quick. Uh, Parlay Kid, <laughs> Kendrick Lamar Grammy wins or Tiger Woods bogeys? Well, speak for yourself, Sal. Kendrick Lamar, <laughs> man. <laughs> minus 5,000 that Tate knows every word to the song Humble. Oh, Minus 5,000. That means you do, Tate? You Minus 10,000. It's easy. Really? There you oh. go. Yeah. I knew it. Let's Damn. hear a little, Tate. Let's hear a little, Tate. Damn. Come on, Tate. Go ahead. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I'll just play in the actual clip, and that was me. <laughs> All right, so that's a winner. Sal Kendrick Lamar, he got snubbed in 2015 for Beck. Mm-hmm. You know, I didn't even know really who Kendrick Lamar was <laughs> until... Uh, really, you, you you threw this uh, you threw this at us. Oh, he's big. And then I realized I have a little bit of a problem because my basketball team listens to him before games, and I started listening to really today. I really started listening to his songs. <laughs> he's got some bad stuff in there, Sal. Bad, like you know, like Michael I got, Jackson. I got, bad I got thirteen year old kids. Uh, I got thirteen year old kids listening to this stuff. You know, so oh, bad. Oh, the lyrics. Oh, I see. Yeah, 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 that's, uh, that's, yeah. That's, no. that's not. That's not coaching, Whoa. Darren. You're supposed to take, I, take listen, control of that. I'll take the blame. <laughs> By the way, Harry, first undefeated team since uh, Gene Green in 1984 this year in the uh, in the middle school. Our there, high so. school? Oh, our middle nice school. Nice work there, Sal. Nice. All right. Yeah. Good. Good. Yeah. First one. First one. And it's Kendrick but, Lamar's yeah, so, music. I, I, listen, it's inspired by Kendrick Lamar. This is my point. Mm-hmm. Totally inspired by Kendrick Lamar. Tiger Woods is projected to finish 47th. Mm-hmm. Uh, at Torrey Pines. Uh, I'm banking on a lot of bogeys. He is playing with the kisses of death on Thursday and Friday. Patrick Reed, Harry. Oh. He's playing with Reed on Thursday. And Brian, he's playing with Charlie Hoffman on Friday. Oh, man. What? Our Whoa, favorites. Our favorites. Man. Guys, back in, the, uh, back in the spring and summer of last year, 
Hoffman was killing us. Mm-hmm. Reed totally embarrassed Harry last week. Yep. So <laughs> there, there's going to be a lot of bogey time for uh, for Woods. I just think there's going to be bad karma around everybody. Woods is going to be uh, shooting the bogeys uh, all day long. Mm-hmm. Lamar Kendrick, so what are you thinking? I I, I don't know. He's not <laughs> <Kendrick. the> seven. <laughs> I think it's Kendrick uh, Lamar. Kendrick That's all right. <laughs> Damn. Um, <laughs> Yeah, Dan, your whole, your whole team just quit on you. <laughs> That's it. Sal, tell you what. Yeah, go ahead. Take Kendrick Lamar okay. on this. Oh, okay. Uh, he's winning. He's going to win a bunch, right? All so, right. Plus five uh, and a I half. I think that's where I'm going. Okay, we'll yeah, figure, we'll yeah. sort it out after after we're done. Uh, <laughs> brother Brian, do you agree with your brother? Is it is it possible to understand and agree with your brother? <laughs> I don't know. I don't really know. I don't know what just happened. <laughs> Pretty hard. I blacked out for a second while he was talking. <laughs> uh, um, no, I'll go with Harry. I'll say Tiger Woods on this one. I, uh, Lamar's uh, nominated for seven Grammys. Let's just say he has five. That means Tiger needs 11. So hmm. I think the last tournament he was in, he had 12 bogeys. I think 12 is about 12 to 14 or 15 is probably about right. Uh, the only thing that way he might not win this, it's funny because you you want him to be bad but not too bad because if he's too bad, then he won't make the cut right. and he won't have as many bogeys. So yeah, right. I think uh, he'll, he'll be inconsistent. He'll be up and down. Let's say he has, uh, I'm going to say he has like 12 to 13. Tate. bogeys and, and Tiger wins this one. All right. Uh, there's a Tiger. Uh, there's one for Tiger. Tate, which you, you be the tiebreaker here. Yeah, I think I'm going to go with Tiger, too. I'm, okay. I'm, I'm Team Tiger here. Uh, I, I I believe that he's going to have a good comeback in the first couple of rounds, and he's going to blow up on the weekend. So, All right. I say 10 to 4. I think this is close. I'd give the 5.5 with Tiger, but uh, 10 bogeys, I say. And, um, yeah, I think – and what, he had, what Kendrick Lamar has seven nominations. Mm-hmm. I think it won Album of the Year. I'm reading Best Rap Album. Maybe he gets, like – yeah, I think 10 to 4. I learned, Tate, what's the difference between record of the year and song of the year? Do you have any idea? No one knows, right? Anybody know? I have no idea. No. I, I looked it up because Zero. it drove me crazy. I did. No, they're at, the song of the year is for the songwriter. Oh. And the record uh, takes into account radio play, performer, producer, all that stuff. Interesting, right? You think they can name it something else yeah. instead of drive everyone yeah, crazy? Yeah, they could come up with a better name. Right. All right. That's it. That uh, we're uh, <laughs> we're dizzy. <laughs> we, we're going to pull the Riverboat Casino <laughs> over, and we're going to regroup. Um, and now let's get to the mailbag. There's a lot going on in the mailbag. Let me read um, something. Now I've gotten I got this about three times. I'm only going to read it. Uh, one of these. Where is this here? Uh, okay. Uh, Daniel Ayalu says, hello, Cousin Sal, Degenerates, and Tate the Snake. Big fan from Sydney, Australia. Love your work every week. Although in this week's latest episode, there was a distinct sound of heavy breathing into the microphone whenever anyone except Harry was speaking. Harry, what, what, oh, except Harry was speaking. Oh, I read this wrong. Whenever anyone, oh, so yes, it was you, Harry. You're an animal. What would you, what would happen? Wow, I guess so. (laughs) Maybe I'm, maybe I'm, maybe I guess. While I'm doing the show, I'm actually working out too, so I'm uh, I'm doing both. <laughs> no, you were in the studio down. last week. You were right across from me. You were not oh, working out. Right. You were like Ooh. snoring into the microphone. Good point. All right. Good right. point. You got me. We'll keep. Uh, yeah. It could have been Ken. Microphone. It could have been Ken. It was a hundred percent Ken. You think it was Ken? Harry had his <laughs> Harry's uh, the butler to Ken, the guy we went to college with. And oh, you think it was Ken? You do, Tate? Do you? Absolutely. 
100% Ken. I got your back, Harry. <laughs> Tate's just saying that because he took a shot at him. All Thanks, right, Tate, Tate, here's the other thing. There's, we got a lot of nicknames. Now, Tate's been affectionately. I learned it was Shea Serrano who came up with Tate the Snake today. I thought it was North Carolina backup center, but he was just riding that, uh, that nickname. So we have to come up with a new one. We tried. I read like 25 of them last week, and you're like, no, I love Tate the Snake. And yes. So far. So I have to, we have to come with new ones because, Tate, what did you tell me today in the parking lot? About Take the Snake. It, that, my mother is not a fan. That, that's all it is. You said it upsets her. We've, we've discussed this on the it podcast. It doesn't rhyme. Yeah, it doesn't rhyme. You're right. All right. Well, let's find uh, you a new nickname for crying out loud. Rory McKay <laughs> says, as much as I like Tate the Snake, how about Tate the Razor Frazier? Uh, it's fitting because he's sharp as a tack, and it's ironic because he hasn't hit puberty yet. <laughs> that could be good. Whoa. Tate the Razor Frazier. And then I had more. I printed them out. I don't know. Oh, here's... Uh, Okay, Tate the Tar Hole. I don't think you like that, right? No, that, that's tough. No. Tate Tartar. Um, Tate Down oh. Goes Frazier. Have we heard that one before? I'm not sure. That's interesting. Um, Titus like that. Titus's friend. <laughs> that could be good. I'm not his friend, though, so that doesn't work. That's right. Uh, Tate the Paperweight. Not bad. Not bad. And uh, Taitlin Jenner. I think I like Taitlin Jenner. <laughs> <laughs> No? No good? Yeah, at least I'm an Olympic champion. Interesting. All right, so we're, we're leaning towards Taitlyn Jenner. Keep them coming. CousinSalAgainstAllOdds at gmail.com. Uh, we'll eventually come up with a nickname for Tate. But for, for another week, he's going to be Tate the Snake. Um, so that's it, guys. Next week, we have a home-and-home home with Bill Simmons. Uh, Bill is going to come on and review Super Bowl props with me on Against All Odds. That will take place a week from today, Wednesday night. And then later in the week, the Degenerate Trifecta will give their best bets, best props on Bill's podcast. You guys ready for this? This is big time. Oh, the big time. It's the big time. Bring it, baby. Bring it. All right. I'm starting to get nervous. <laughs> Tate, do you have any, uh, any advice for these guys? They've never been on Simmons' podcast. Uh, just do your best, you know. When you when you get the Boston sports references, just roll with it. Just let it happen. It, it's it's not gonna stop. Just just, just keep it going, Harry. Yeah. You're gonna do great. Yeah, Harry. Yeah, I, maybe I, I suggest all pro Patriot props, and uh, yes. and you'll get you'll get the uh, you'll get the thumbs up from uh, Bill Simmons. But yeah, so that's gonna be fun. There's a lot of lot of Super Bowl, a lot of betting ahead. It's uh, my favorite time of the year, and yet I'm I'm depressed. I'm depressed that it's all ending. Where could these yeah. guys uh, find you on Twitter, Parlay Kid? I'm at the Chalk Talker, Sal. Keep uh, them coming, people. All right. <laughs> he will answer you, and Brother Bry is also very active. Right. Brother Bry, where are you? Yeah, I'm at BSZOK816. I don't, I don't have anything to plug, but maybe one day I will. Uh, <laughs> it'll be an exciting day for me to plug. Something. What are you talking about? You're going to be on Bill Simmons' podcast next week. That's a yeah, big... well, uh, yeah. Simmons, that's, that's big. That's big. I don't uh, think my life, that's going to probably be my biggest accomplishment in my life, I think, <laughs> being on Simmons' podcast. Harry. Uh, Certainly Harry. Harry, your biggest accomplishment <laughs> is uh, going to Maui for the eighth time in uh, 16 months, right? Yeah, pretty much. It's going to be great. <laughs> yep. Harry's going uh, to try to... You also can find me at AAO Harry. At AAO Harry. Yes, that's on Twitter. All right. That's great. We're going to talk to you guys next week. Uh, coming right up, after this word from my bookie, we're going to talk to Bailey from the WWE. 
Let's talk about MyBookie. You know, the big game is here, and it's time to cash in and bet big at MyBookie.ag. It's the perfect weekend to get into the action. Have a hunch on who's going to win the coin toss or what color Gatorade the winning coach will be wearing? Don't just watch the game. Log on now, lay down some money, and be a part of it. Join me and thousands of online players and start betting at MyBookie.ag. MyBookie is the industry-leading online sportsbook, and its players enjoy the fastest payouts in the business when they win. No hassles. They even have in-game live betting so you can place a bet after kickoff. Right now, MyBookie is giving away up to $1,000 to every new player. And if you sign up today, you'll score an instant 50% bonus on your first deposit. That's right. You join with $100, you'll get... $150 bankroll. I figured that out well. To play with, use the promo code SAL at mybookie.ag. M-Y-B-O-O-K-I-E dot A-G to activate the offer. Play, win, and get paid. All right, welcome back to Against All Odds, part of the Ringer Podcast Network. No playoff football this weekend. Kind of depressing, but fear not. Because the 31st annual Royal Rumble takes place at the Wells Fargo Center in Philadelphia this Sunday night. You can wager on the matches, too. It's the best. And this one's special because it features the first ever 30-woman Royal Rumble. And one of the participants joins me right now. She's the former Raw Women's Champ and NXT title holder, the Huggable One. Bailey, thanks for coming on Against All Odds. Oh, no problem. I'm excited. Thanks for having me. Bell, we'll talk about the Royal Rumble in a second, but I love your story. I did my research. I really love your story because not only did you pay your dues coming up the ranks of the WWE, but you couldn't possibly be a bigger fan of the game without being in prison for stalking, uh, as I've learned from, <laughs> from your... Tell us, tell us a little bit about your upbringing and how you idolized these wrestlers growing up. And it was in Northern California. Is that right? Yeah, correct. Um, yeah, that's funny. I should have gone to jail a couple times no, I'm just <laughs> I wasn't the crazy you know I wasn't super crazy like stocking their um, hotels or anything right. but I definitely um, I paid my as a fan I feel like I went to you know a bunch of autograph signings I had my parents spent so much money on me it was, it was insane now when I think about it like I've done signings where I went to um, see Rey Mysterio in Oakland and then drove to San Francisco and met John Cena so it was like Wow. I did those where I wanted to, you know, meet as many as I could in one day while they were in the area for the shows. But um, I just, like, started watching it when I was, like, 10 or 11. But once I became a teenager is when, you know, it was, like, the Attitude Era with, like, the Hardys and Lita and Austin and The Rock and all those people were, like, super hot. And that's when I really got into it and realized, like, I want to do this. And so I did whatever I could to see as many shows live and meet as many people and just kind of um always ask like advice or kind of always feel um I don't know just kind of see how they were so I knew how I needed to be like just things like that and super obsessed posters all over my room and uh t-shirts to school every day where I actually would get in trouble from like my basketball coach and things like that <laughs> and you actually uh, it, it interfered with your dating life too didn't didn't your boyfriend like w- walk away from you after after yeah, he I had had really, enough I just uh, yeah I just let that secret out it was um the first time I met Matt Hardy and I was like he was my favorite for so long out of the Hardys he was like my favorite one my sister and I would always argue like who's the cuter one and she liked Jess and I would like Matt <laughs> and then when I finally met him like I just I didn't even think about it I just wanted to talk about it all the time. And like my boyfriend at the time 
like he broke up with me pretty soon afterwards, so I was <laughs> pretty sure it was because I was just annoying and creepy. He, I think it was more than that. He probably was worried that you would kick his ass, right? If you got really into this stuff, and as, yeah, as, as it is now. That. he was intimidated by me. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> and but you know, and you and you you really work in a lot of this stuff. Like the one of your patented moves is the elbow smash from the top rope, taken after Randy Macho Man Savage, which was a little bit before your time, I think. But that's probably who you're uh, you're mimicking there, right? But um, I wouldn't pay much attention. I would kind of just pass through in the living room, minding my own business. But I saw him, and I think it was on WCW or something, because I don't remember watching him much after that. And he just he's the one that kind of, like, glued me to the TV because he just looks so cool, obviously. Like, everything he wore and his charisma, just, like, something about him was what, like, attracted me to the show. So he's always someone that, like I, I say, have has influenced me and, my style, I kind of, like, try to copy his, his gear and stuff just to kind of, you know, no girls have really done that type of style either, so I think it's cool to do that, but just to kind of show my appreciation for him as well. And the top rope elbow, I've still got to work on it. You know, I need to get a little more height on it and make it pretty like his, but that's I think definitely you, I something think you get up I there. I think you get up there pretty high. You do a nice job. And oh, I, thanks. I, I love the uh, the belly-to-belly suplex. It just goes on and on. You really are committed committed to this sport and you know it's weird because when i was young if you were if you were female wrestler aspiring female wrestler you had the fabulous mula to look up to she was the champion way back like in the early 80s and uh to be put it nicely it wasn't as glamorous as it as it is now i don't know i i wonder right it it would have been maybe tough to uh to sink your teeth into something like that in the early 80s right yeah, it's totally went through its stages from, you know, it was, it was awesome back then. And mm-hmm. and just to see the evolution of it all, even from like 10, 15 years ago, the, to get to where it is now, it's so insane. It's so different. But it, if we didn't go through all of that, you know, we wouldn't have the Royal Rumble coming up. Right, right. And so, okay. So, so it makes it so special. Yeah. And then so now, it, but then it becomes a real thing. You were a fan. And now... So now the posters come to life. Like you said, you're you're going from Oakland to San Francisco, meeting different wrestlers just to get a chance to get an autograph signed. Uh, and and then you, you get in. Uh, you've been wrestling like ten years now, right? Yeah. Yep. Started when you were like eighteen. Yeah. And now and then you get yeah. all the way up to NXT. You win the title. You get to WWE. You win the Raw Women's Champion. Are you as a, a big fan? Are you able to appreciate all you've accomplished? Are you able to ever step back and say, "Oh my God, this is this was a pipe dream"? Like to me, it's like you could be you could, you could be a kid looking out the window and see the gardener and say, "You know what? I'm gonna someday be the best landscaper in my neighborhood." And even if you did that, that was that would be difficult to do. But to become the women's yeah. champion after being such a fan of wrestling, it's millions and millions to one. Yeah, that it, sometimes I, I have to remind myself, you know, when it when you're kind of stuck and uh, not happy with what you're doing at the time or where you're tired from the traveling or whatever it is, I, I always try to remind myself, you know, to take a look back and see all that I was, I've been able to accomplish. And honestly, like I've been here, this month has been my five years since I've been with the company. So, like, I remember my first day, I didn't even think I'd make it past five weeks. Mm-hmm. So to see, you know everything that I've been able to do and all the women that I've been able to share it with and all the people I've met. And I have like such great friends and to be the fact that there's this, this first ever, you know, women's world rumble, like 
even as a fan, I would think that's so cool. But to, the fact that like I get to be a part of it is just I'm still like trying to wrap my head around everything. But I definitely try to take my moments because if I don't sit and appreciate it, then, you know, there's no real point. I'll just drive myself crazy. Right. And let's talk about this for a second. So first women's battle royal at the Royal Rumble will take place. 30 yeah. women are competing. Um, it, it, it's it's crazy that it's taken this long to happen, but I'm glad it is. It's going to be a fun night. Now, you, uh, are, there are some mystery spots left open, right? You don't, you don't know, really know the full roster of 30 that's that's going to be joining you. Yeah, so like, to, together with Raw and SmackDown, you know, there isn't even, I think there's not even 20 of us, so there definitely has to be a few women that we don't even know that are going to be on it, which I think is like the most exciting part for the fans and for us too, because we have no idea. So uh, I'm, I have my picks of like, obviously as a fan, I have all these women that I want to be in it just so I can be in the same match or the same ring as them. Yeah. But, um, I'm, the way I'm thinking about it, maybe there's a few, like a one or two NXT girls maybe, and then maybe there's a bunch of uh, Hall of Famers or legends from the past. So, I mean, it's going to be so cool. Royal Rumbles on it, on their own are just so unpredictable because, it's so exciting whenever that, you know, the buzzer goes off right. whose music is going to hit. But when it's somebody you haven't seen in years, it's, it's so special. Well, that, that was going to be my next question. Who would you like, ultimately, and being such a fan of the sport as well as one of its top wrestlers, who would you like to pair up against, someone who hasn't been named? And is there someone that you would be nervous about going against? Um. Man, there's like there's like a group of girls, the ones that I grew up watching in like you know the 2000s and stuff. But uh, Lita was like my ultimate favorite, and mm-hmm. she was the one that really because she looked so much different, and she had such a different style, and she wasn't like all like super girly girl. Um, so she was the one that made me realize like I can be different and make it. So if I were to able to like be face to face with her, if her music hit, I would like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I might just eliminate myself because my heart's gonna explode but like <laughs> if i were face to face with her in, a, in the first ever royal rumble match i think that would be like oh my god i don't know the best that would be it lita right yeah i think they should put the ex-boyfriend yeah. in there and you, you teach him a lesson for uh for running away from you i know i know yeah, yeah. crosses gender I know, if i ever seen him i would say hey dude you broke up with me but look where i am that's, that's right because i cared about it yeah. there you go you were dedicated i have i have a theory on who could possibly be one of these mystery um uh fill one of these mystery spots and don't say anything if you know this tanya harding very big right now tanya with the harding. movie with the I, I Tanya, what do you what do you think? Could they throw oh, her in there? I, dude, anything's possible. I honestly don't know anybody. So okay. if she is, I'll give you a call and be like, "How did you know that? Yes. What do you know that we don't?" <laughs> what about <laughs> Caitlyn Jenner? That would be nice to throw throw Caitlyn oh in. Oh my gosh! <laughs> you know, <laughs> I'm actually hoping that Santina makes a a, a return. Oh yeah. <laughs> do you guys remember that? Yes, yes. <laughs> That's right. So Santa. funny. You may not know this about me, but I wrestled a guy named Santino. I had a storyline about 10 years ago, right about when you were getting started, and I was trained by Rowdy Roddy Piper. I wrestled a guy named oh Santino. God. I pinned him on uh, on SmackDown, and uh, it was the greatest thing I ever did in my life. And, you know, people say, like, having kids is the greatest. No, no, this is way, way better than any of that. And so I can't even imagine uh, what you're going through yeah. right now as a big fan. Now, here's yeah. what, let's get down to business. This is this is what's most important. You can actually bet on the Royal Rumble. Not you. you could pro- you'd probably get in trouble, but I can if you go to <laughs> pattypower.com. So they have odds on who is going to win this Royal Rumble on on the girls' side. 
Asuka is the favorite. She's a little better than even odds. Uh, Ronda Rousey is second at uh, almost two to one. And then you are 16 to one. Do you know what 16 to one odds means, Bailey? That means I have more than half. Right. <laughs> well, it means <laughs> or less than half. <laughs> it means yes. Yeah, so it means less than half. Yes, they're predicting that less than half. But it means if I put a dollar on you to win the Royal Rumble and you do and you will, I get sixteen dollars oh, back. You. Yeah. So I I'm would not get. A betting woman. See, I don't understand these things. So you t- you just taught me something. That's okay. You, right, you that's... just you just have to sit back and win. You don't have to worry about this. I'll take care of the finances. Now we, I want to talk right, strategy exactly. with you. I want to talk strategy because I'm going to bet on you. <laughs> and we're going to have a lot of money okay. after this. You, so you don't know in what order you could be named first. You can name be named thirtieth. So that that's hard to. But if you are one of the first few, I want you to come into the ring. You acknowledge the crowd. You duck under the bottom rope and then go go get a hot dog or something. Or you're in Philly, go get a Philly cheesesteak. Go to the concession okay. stand and then come back forty minutes later and they'll they'll announce you as the winner. No one will be paying that's attention. It. There'll be ten other uh, female wrestlers in the ring. That's our strategy. What do you think? Yeah, that's genius. I was actually going to tie myself to the bottom of the ring somehow with like my boot lace or something. Yes. But you know, if, yeah, maybe I could just leave. I just yeah. say, oh, I, was, I was hugging some kids. Right. Some kids are asking me questions. You know, they can't be mad at me for that. Yes, go off. Get go, out of the ring. Right. Completely. Go sign autographs, take selfies in the third row. Uh, people will forget yeah. about you. And yeah, you can come back even during the men's match and uh, proclaim yourself the winner there. I love this. I love the strategy. Yeah. I'm going to bet a million dollars on you, and we're going to have $16 million of uh, Super Bowl gambling money after you win this. I'm oh, my gosh. Excited. You have to you know, give me a little little bit, or at least take me out to dinner. Yes, I'll take you out to dinner for sure. Yeah, yeah all that's right, good. Cool. Uh, yeah, all right. Well, excellent. Thank you. I appreciate you coming on. Good luck. This is going to be – so this is on pay-per-view or get people – get the WWE.com. Go – go. what is it? It's $10 a month, nine ninety nine. WWE Network. But yeah. WWE Network. And if you so. get it now – you get the Royal Rumble for free because you get your first 30 days free. So uh, what the heck? Just do it. Right. Right. That's it. It's it's so worth it. There's so many good pay-per-views. It pays for itself between this and SummerSlam and, and WrestleMania coming up. You paid for it right there. But uh, anyway, thank you, Bailey, for coming on, and good luck to you on Sunday. Thanks so much for having me. Talk to you later. All right. Take care. All right, she was great. She's going to make me very, very rich. That'll do it for another episode of Against All Odds with Cousin Sal, part of the Ringer Podcast Network. If you think you're eligible for our Degenerate Gamblers Hall of Fame, or if you just want to shoot us an email, do so. Cousin Sal, Against All Odds at gmail.com. Watch Jimmy Kimmel Live, 1135 tonight and every weeknight on ABC. That's that for the Degenerate Trifecta and Bailey. I'm Sal, saying so long and happy handicapping. Na, 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 na. No, 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 no.